social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. It is chilly outside. This portion of the program on this Tuesday is brought to you by Henry Oil. Call Henry Oil today, 401 521 Make Henry Oil your oil provider starting today on this Tuesday. Give them a call, 401 521 Henry Oil, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, residential, commercial fuel oil delivery, service contracts, lock and cap pricing, budget plans, automatic delivery, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, a family tradition since 1947. Call Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200 and online at henryoil.com. Well, folks, also... Uh, visit petro.com we have video up boy that was embarrassing yesterday coventry high school how that whole thing exploded into this talk of a i don't know what to make of that story someone claimed they heard someone say something about a gun how the teachers let that uh explode the way they do is uh is just a complete mystery to me uh that that thing should have stopped in its tracks they didn't find any weapon there was no one with a weapon uh, it seems like it's like telephone game where it just takes off and then they're all in a panic. But you can see that right there. Uh, we were at the press briefing yesterday. Check it out on the website, petro.com. Don't forget petro.com, which is brought to you by the Centerdale Revival, winner of several Rhode Island Monthly Awards, Comfort Food Cocktails. They are waiting for you at the Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. So you can see that story and a lot more. Folks, all eyes, though are on Kenosha with uh, the jury now has been selected. So this is interesting. They they had a number of people, and then they selected just this morning through lottery um, the, who the jurors are going to be and then the alternates. So you have a big pool of people that have been there listening to the, the case of the trial, and then they, they select it that way. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse should be found not guilty. Kyle Rittenhouse actually should never have been charged. Uh, aside from the narrative... You know, it's it's pretty pathetic that they had to, the prosecutors had to tell the jurors and the judge, excuse me, yesterday, 12 jurors, six ultimates being chosen. Uh, ignore the comments from the president of the United States. I mean, that just shows you where we're at. President Biden and his administration completely. I mean, that is really irresponsible for him to label that kid a white supremacist. And let, let me say this. This was when this happened in Kenosha. That was night three of these people are not protesters. You know, this is something we've been arguing and talking about this whole business of the peaceful protesters. They were there. I'll tell you what it is as someone that unfortunately, but I spent quite a bit of time around these people last summer into the fall. And what these types of nights, as much as they want to pretend that they're protesters, I'll tell you what it is. It's an excuse. If there's someone that's twisted, that wants to throw a rock at a police officer, that's your night. If you want to smash a window without consequence, that's your night. If you want to burn a building without consequence, that's your night. It's it's mob mentality. It's violent. It's evil. These people that go out for this type of thing, it's it's kind of like the purge. It's it's kind of like wilding. No rules. You hide in the in the the uh, you know element of the mob. And, and it's an excuse, really. That's who they attract. This was night three of lighting businesses on fire, burning businesses down, smashing windows, stealing, looting, throwing rocks at police. All why? Because some degenerate, Jacob Blake, was fighting with police and then was ignoring their commands to stop and then jumped into his vehicle where he had a knife. I mean, the whole thing, as you step back, it's, it's just beyond moronic. But I am telling you, the people that go out for something like this, these are the worst individuals imaginable. They're not people that you deal with every day. And the people that were going after Kyle Rittenhouse that night, two of them that he shot and killed, they, they were going to kill him. No question about it. They even said it out loud. Why else would you go up to someone and start trying to pull your, the gun away from him? And then the other one was hitting him with his skateboard. They wanted to take his weapon away from him. 
Kyle Rittenhouse had every right to be there and protect himself. But look at how, you know, they can't blame President Trump on this. This was President Biden that labeled him a white supremacist, which is ludicrous. You know, I'm so sick of hearing that term. If you don't agree with them, they just, boy, all they do is label. But as many of you know, as someone that covered the local protest, they're, they're like the worst people imaginable. They're, they're just, they're anti-American, they're anti-law uh, enforcement, they're anti-business. All they want to do is destroy. They want to smash businesses and burn them to the ground and, and just take out all this aggression they have on all these people. And they're going nowhere. And many of them, they're just complete failures. And, you know, when you step back and look at who did Kyle Rittenhouse really take out? One was a sex offender. This little short guy, Rosenbaum, was like 5'4". And the other one was a total degenerate, hardly like a big loss to society. Compared with, look at the damage these people were doing. You know, there were businesses that never reopened after that. They still are boarded up in and around Kenosha. And I also want to repeat what I said yesterday. This is ludicrous that they have to have the National Guard on standby. Like, when is this going to end? And, and that was also absent from the White House press room. Why didn't the White House press room, why didn't President Biden yesterday, when he was having his big ceremony on the White House lawn, signing his big infrastructure bill, why didn't he say, now also, I want to speak to the people of Kenosha, regardless of whatever the verdict is in this case, there is to be no rioting. There is to be no looting. There is no destruction. We're going to accept whatever the jury comes back with. Where was that? That would have been the responsible thing to do. No, he wouldn't do that. Not with his crowd around him. Not after they all labeled. Kyle Rittenhouse, he showed tremendous grace under pressure. That kid, I mean, to go like that, he had, and I want to repeat, he had every right to be there. I'm going to be posting some of the videos from the protests of last summer. It was all just about destruction. It wasn't about they want justice. You know, anyone that talks about defund the police, they have their own agenda. I really hope they should. First of all, the charges never should have been brought. Certainly not. Kyle Rittenhouse is very fortunate. He got a brave judge. He has an experienced judge. He has a judge. This judge is not going to back down to this violent mob and that's exactly what they are they're not protesters and he said that from the from the outset they are not victims they are to be referred to as rioters or looters because that's what they are now again folks check out the website to petro.com which is brought to you by brood awakenings stop in and see see them they're local everything fresh great menu our friend dave levake brood awakenings fresh ingredients cozy environment they have the drive through in Johnston, also the work location. There's a Brood Awakenings near you. You have the location in Johnston, and then also Providence, the new one, West, 100 Westminster, Cranston, Pontiac Avenue, and then Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Brood Awakenings. I love it there. Pop in. This is where I always meet people. But so uh, all eyes are going to be on the Kyle Rittenhouse. And this this there's something wrong if once again we're going to go to the the split screens right there's something wrong you think of the oj verdict where they had you know the all black college spellman on one side and then they had some george washington white students on the other side the split screen on hearing the oj verdict and you remember what was the reaction from the students of color when they oj not guilty what was their reaction? Jumping up and down, crying, holding each other, high-fying, clapping, laughing, split screen. It was the white students at George Washington University that were in stunned silence, as we all knew that the verdict should have been guilty. But really irresponsible from the White House in not coming out ahead of, the t ahead of time and saying, listen, whatever the verdict is, there's going to be no looting. There's going to be no rioting. There's no destroying anything. This is the United States of America. We're not a third world banana republic. This is a court of law. He went on trial for what happened. And a jury of his peers came up with the following. Now, it's, it's impossible to tell how they're going to rule, especially, you know, the way they, they do it in, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, which is you have the, the jurors, but it's, it's a jury poll. So then you really don't know 
until they select them who it is that's going to be weighing in on this so that's that's a lot i think his defense team did a tremendous job and i think the judge ran what was a very difficult trial i'll say this about the prosecutors as terrible as they were uh they were given you know as we've talked about with our legal expert tim dodd they were given a very this case they charged him in a in a very fiery political moment but the the wounds of the country you know it, it seems like a long time ago and if anything when you look at some of the footage at the gas station and you look at you know gas was two dollars and four cents a gallon my goodness that was one year ago think of that but this this is going to be on what happens in kenosha this is going to fall on the biden harris administration uh they can't keep blaming president trump for everything president biden he had an opportunity yesterday with all the press there as i said at the white house for his big signing for this whole infrastructure thing he right has said no and as i am doing this i also want to mention you know i want to speak to the people of kenosha whatever the verdict is you have to remain peaceful you can't riot there's no excuse to start smashing windows burning businesses throwing rocks at police causing destruction that's what was going on that was the atmosphere that kyle rittenhouse walked into that was the atmosphere that he walked into that was the atmosphere that he was volunteering remember this was night three they had watched and you go back to that area today as some reporters have as i've said a lot of the businesses never opened it never should have been allowed you know it's certain types of mayors other political leaders people like mayor alorza that allowed let them vent let them destroy property let them burn buildings down a lot of those businesses never reopened and but this time around anything that goes sideways this is going to fall on the biden administration they can't keep blaming president trump for this stuff now folks on this cold tuesday november 16th i want to remind you about our friend re coogan and heating and heating because that's what you need today heating call them today 401-732-6562 look for them on facebook re coogan heating you're having a problem with your your heating system call them helpful trustworthy reliable explore their services re coogan heating plumbing heating and cooling let us into your home don't fix it alone look for them on facebook and then their website is recooganheating.com it's coogs plumbing heating and cooling helpful trustworthy reliable 24-hour emergency service for a gas boiler oil burner re coogan heating 401 732 6562 and folks remember visit the website depetro.com uh, exclusive content exclusive video all right stay tuned a lot more ahead right here on the john DePetro show mega truck and trailer repair call them today mega 508-336-2110 508-336-2110 for mega truck and trailer repair whether it's commercial trailers diesel equipment free estimates fhwa inspections also rhode island state inspection station trailer pickup and delivery listen you're trying to run your business you need mega truck and trailer repair call them today 508-336-2110 trailer pickup and delivery 24-hour mobile service abs repairs brakes doors listen if it's on a trailer they can fix it mega truck and trailer repair call them today 508 508- 336 2110 you need it fixed you need need it fixed in a hurry and you need it fixed right call mega truck and trailer repair today remember free estimates commercial trailers diesel equipment trailer pickup and delivery 24-hour mobile service and if it's on a trailer they can fix it mega truck and trailer repair call them today 508-336-2110 folks you're listening to the john DePietro show weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com joining me right now one of my siblings she is the independent writer columnist and also opinion maker it is donna perry and uh dj it was interesting over the weekend george stephanopoulos this week uh like right out of the box he said uh you know the big news brutal was the word he used brutal poll numbers for the biden presidency 
53% disapproval, only 41% approval, 70% of the public disagree with the way President Biden is handling the economy. This has happened, I think, very rapidly. You really can start to track it. Uh, It was kind of floating along during the summer. End of August got shaky. Afghanistan, they have not flipped back. Let's start off your thoughts on what there's no way to spin it, just atrocious of polling numbers for President Biden. Yeah, absolutely. And and great to be with you, J.D. You know, it, as you say, it's not like this inflation, which really means a whole lot of other things are going wrong in the economy, John. Um, and when you go way back, no matter what else is going on for a presidency, when the average person just feels like their day-to-day, week-to-week life is everything is costing them more, yep. that is not a happy public. They want to blame someone. And, you know, let's face it, he, it's coming up on a year, and I just don't think there's a, anything in his tenure to show. Pe- people just don't feel like, well, what is the Biden administration accomplishing that's helping me. And that's natural. People really, it always comes back to that. So, you know, there is no way to sugarcoat it. Their polls are almost historically terrible. If when you think of when you're, when you're in and a guy like Stephanopoulos, John, he's been around the rodeo. He's been in the way he knows Yep. looking at that kind of a severe dip of, um, and when the public just comes right out and says, says like, I don't approve, or I don't like you know, the, those are very big red flags going on. So, you know, Skylick Stephanopoulos is big Democrat, but he knows that they're in trouble. Um, and I would just note in, in recent, the past week or two, so much of what you're seeing that they're almost like they're pivoting, it seems to me, all over the place, John. To, they're almost trying to settle on someone else besides their own policymaking, like to blame for yes. this fix that they've, yeah. this, the ditch they're in, right? Like on the one hand is economic advisor over the weekend on one of the Sunday shows, you know, and, and I'll give Jake Tapper credit. He played all the clips where they yeah. would say, oh, this is temporary. And Janet Yellen, like, oh, we don't see this lasting. And Tapper's like, you guys are getting it wrong, right? Cause look at that. Like you said, it was temporary. It's not. And, you know, so then they try to find any economic advisor and that's not to, who might see it their, their way, and no one does. And I think it's all bad news for all of us because they're saying this is going way into 2022. And the other thing I noticed they're trying to do is they're almost subtly trying to imply, or not subtle, um, Jen Psaki did it, I think, just in interviews today or yesterday, where they're, they're almost trying to you know, make the fuel companies a bad guy and say that there's price spiking going on at the pump. And I think that's just, again, they're just sort of pivoting around to any way to, to not take ownership that, that, you know, what other economists have said, way too much federal money has gotten thrown into the American economy. That's right. And then you, on top of it, you have this historic, um, you know, tie up of, you know, at ports and you don't have goods coming through. So... They're really in a ditch and they they don't know how to handle it, it seems. Um, And, you know, so they're just trying to stall or then they, you know, they're going back and forth about, look, the winter is upon us coming. Um, You're going to see people by all predictions, everyone's, you know, whether you have gas or oil in the burner in your home, right? that you, you may see historic high prices. Yes. So that that will hit people even worse. Donna Perry, there was some, I mean, inflation. There was a great guest to meet the press yesterday. It said, uh, you know, the, what people don't want to know or hear is the only way out of uh, getting out of inflation is a deep recession. Oh. And he mentioned, you know, Nixon ran, went into Ford, went into Carter. I mean, that's how long it can, right. it can go on. And, and even just this weekend watching and last week, the Kyle Rittenhouse, a lot of the footage was shot in and around a gas station. And every time the camera would pan and it'd show... 204 for a gallon of gas. You almost get nostalgia. Like, yes, what was a year right. ago when the gas was only 204. I mean, yep. it's, it's as simple as that. And even 60 Minutes last night, they, they tried to do a segment to explain the supply chain and, and what's wrong with it and how 
this is not going to be fixed o- overnight. Not and, at all. You know, all of this is is looming as I mean, we don't have to say that the midterms next year, if everything stays on the path it is. Donna Perry, what's interesting, I, I always come back to the price of gas because it's that simple. You think of the sins that could be yep. hidden or forgiven if you kept the price of gas low. But what people are going to have to pay for home heating oil, people go to the grocery store. It's far more expensive than it was with the empty shelves. They um they can try to spin this and say the stock market is going well, but that the, the most of the people are not involved with the stock market. And so... What's also interesting to me is the middle of the country that seemingly yep. is facing inflation the worst. And it would make sense because they're the farthest from ports and where goods have to go. To the distribution the of the points. Right. Yes. Right. And that that's another thing, John. Like, again, there have been prominent economists. Uh, hey, Larry Summers, who, who's certainly a big old Democrat. He was worked for Obama. Right. He former president of Harvard. But he's been one of the few. He has publicly gone out there. They probably don't like it. And he has said they, they have just set this whole thing up the wrong way. And, mm-hmm. and the other thing is when you go back through this COVID time, um, and that goes to what they're facing right now. They, like they say you cannot keep pumping this, his, like this level of money. But we're talking another mm-hmm. trillion dollar bill. And you have money just going out into the American economy. Um, and that's actually a recipe for the inflation to get worse. Yes. And what you just said, John, is what it should frighten people in that, like for their political, never mind their political stakes, but they should be very worried. And I think Stephanopoulos was really kind of hitting on that. Like, this is not going to end like what after Christmas? No, it's, it's not. Um, th- these can be very deep, long-term problematic, like trends in the economy. Right. And like at this to get the wheels turned around, it's, it, you know, it's just going to be very long term. And there's a lot of dire predictions of how they're going to look, especially, John, like, let's face it, they could very easily lose both houses of, you know, the, the House and the Senate. Yes, in Washington. Absolutely. And yeah. we are going to touch on that. But I think it's also interesting, you know, the heartland that tends to be red. Uh, I just saw something, if, you know, in Iowa, if the Iowa caucus or if there was an election oh, wow. in Iowa today, right. President Trump wins by 10 points. Now, in Washington, New York, <laughs> right. they're saying, wait a minute, it's not that bad. Well, it, on the coast, whether it be New, New York or New England or California, it's, it's not as bad. But when you start to get into Iowa and then it takes the trucks that much further and longer to get there, they're really feeling it. So I, I think you're going to see. The brunt of it because you know there then it goes into speculation people are saying see that the red states are being punished I, I don't think it's a matter of that right i think it's it's more of of just of where you are situated within the country we're going to take a quick break a lot more donna perry right here on the john DePetro show it is a challenge trying to run your business today especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers instead let mega professionals find them for you Call them today, 508-336-7801. Right now, are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business, your company? Call MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals today, 508-336-7801. If you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local which is AKA sleep at home drivers. Maybe it is drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals. Even in the healthcare business, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. How much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business? Let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them right now. 508-336-7801 for MEGA Professionals. We're speaking with independent writer, columnist, opinion maker. It's Donna Perry. And DJ, uh, I I think I can almost speak for both of us. Neither one of us are really a fan of uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. Never, not as a candidate or a senator. I mean, we both kind of said she just didn't seem like a serious candidate the way she carries herself. I think this is really interesting how, you know, and it was CNN of all people that broke it. But right. 
she's very unhappy. The Biden people are very unhappy with her. They feel that the way that they run the staff, you know, you and I, we were talking during the course of her run for president that it just did not go well and how that was kind of breaking down. And she always has family members getting involved. And this is um, interesting to me that we're already seeing that there's definitely some problems within the Biden-Harris administration. Her poll numbers are are worse than Biden's at 28 percent approval rating. But I think it comes back to, you know, something that that you had talked about is and and it's almost like she was like a creation and she was never really yep. a serious candidate. And and let's face it, he had said he was going to pick a female then because of, you know, the unrest and George Floyd, it became a female of color. But here it is now. And we're on the brink of 2022. And she is just bringing nothing to the ticket at this point. No. And, and you're right. CNN of all people. I mean, they just went at it. They interviewed what I think that's three dozen people are like cited as sources. And it just paints, I mean, for them to have the headline frustrating and dysfunctional, like wow. start. Um, but you're right. Like, here's the thing. A lot of her history in serving in office and then her own presidential campaign, John, that was a foreshadow that's of right. where, where this was going to go. Um, I've, I've long thought that she was kind of like an invention and, and this kind of invented star that she's really not. And, you know, and the media swooned and they built her up and all this stuff, but you're right. Like, okay, she's breaking barriers. You know what? There are many qualified people who could break barriers. Um, but it, it, you know, the crown went onto her head, but this was, is brutal coverage. She has brutally low poll numbers. Um, and when when you have this many people, lowest yeah, ever, even low for, lower than when Cheney shot that guy. Well, well, here's like that's a great because the thing is, a VP in a way is kind of like usually like an you know that softer role. So you usually you don't get the ire of the public, right? But she's also had, and you have done a great job always, you know, pointing out these optics are everything. And especially in, you know, the social media universe where everything can go viral in five seconds. And she's had these awkward appearances. And then she does this like annoying, weird laughter to serious questions. And so then I want to say with her staff, well, that's not the fault of the media when they would ask her a serious question and whether it's the border or other issues, you know, and she's so almost like offended and she can't be bothered to like get her hands dirty and these very difficult issues. That's to me, that's kind of how she comes across. Um, But when you have that kind of staff issue where they either, you know, her staff and Biden staff, when when John, when they're like letting this leak out like this, I mean, the daggers Mm. are out there. Um, And I thought if I may, what was even more, if you're a person who, you know, her kind of loyalists around her, they're, first of all, they're very upset and they feel that Biden's team is almost like intentionally, you know, undermining her, not giving her good assignments, Some, like almost like they're setting her up to fail. So that mm. shows like they have a very frosty, bad relationship as staffs, at least. And the other rumor that I had never heard it was coming out saying there was even talk of behind the scenes if Biden goes for a second term, which is very unclear at this point, let's face it. <laughs> to say the least. To say the least, but that they would try to find like a delicate yes. way, nominate her for Supreme Court. Supreme Court to get her off To the get ticket. her out of there. Wow. But like, to, like, John, that's like, ouch, you know, like, oh, let's find a way. Yes. And they clearly don't think she's helping in any, and you know, when you're in a campaign, it's not just you help the ticket going in. You, they, people count on their VP to Let's be honest, the president, we know, you know, handles a lot of stuff. So, you know, she, they, I think they feel like she's almost negative baggage. You know, she's like not helping. But for this stuff to get out in, in Washington and in those circles mm. and for this to get out like that or, or even for the rumor to be that, let's say it's an open seat and Biden doesn't go to it, that there are other prominent Democrats behind the scenes yes. who are saying, well, we're not going to just, you know, it's not just hers to grab, you know, they're not going to fall in line. So that Definitely should be very, not. these are red flags for her, her staff. It's just been a rocky 
uh, tenure, short tenure here, but almost a year. And she's like we say, she's been in the limelight. She's been in the public eye. Her own campaign, we remember, and it was no less than the New York Times did the didn't they do the burning horrible stuff? Like they yes. did a takedown article. Yep. And then that was when her campaign was like she folded it. So, but as as you said, DJ, th- this stuff, somebody is leaking it out. Someone yep. is getting it out there. Um, this is obviously, you know, she's not used to this type of thing. Not, I'm not saying someone would be, but. She um, the, all of this talk that basically, you know, he was going to step aside and let her become president. I hope it. I never believe that. I hope this puts an end to it. Yep. It's just the opposite. They I, it, it sounds like they feel almost stuck with her and they're just not sure what to do about it. Yeah. And, and like we say, you know, for this whispering to get to that level. Yeah. Um, there are there people very high placed next to him that wanted mm. this to come out I, yes. to me. I mean, it doesn't just by accident come all the way out yep. like that. Folks, again, you're listening to The John DePietro Show, uh, speaking with uh, Donna Perry, an opinion maker and also columnist. Now, DJ, also, and um, I, this is big news, Senator Leahy of Vermont, who I always thought, and I think we both agree, looked like Oracle Jack. Recipes, Jack but yes. what does it say that Aww. someone at that point is, uh, and I think you're going to see more of it. A lot of people are saying it, it's, it's not worth it. Uh, you know, the wrath, people are angry. This is not why I went to Washington. Uh, nothing is getting done. But that's that's significant that someone like Leahy is. Uh, and I'm not saying he's not up there, but that that is uh, no small retirement that he's not going to seek reelection. Well, right. You know, Jay, and, and also when you do have uh, the sitting Democratic president up to now, right. as we say, they own, they really own. The town. I mean, yeah. they've got the Senate and by, yeah, by small margins, but they got the Senate and the House. Um, and then for him to just say, you know, I'm done and I'm getting out. You don't know, you know, when, when the margins are that small in the U.S. Senate, that that's yeah. the way it struck me um, that either. Now, of course, it's Vermont. So they figure, well, that's easy to hand off to another liberal democrat um but you know they got people up there i mean bernie like okay some of these people i don't know they think they're going to serve till they're 120 like i mean <laughs> yes. i mean honestly if you look at him biden and bernie i mean you know um they're going to hand it off now to what someone who's in their 70s maybe you know that yeah. would be youthful um so i just think that that these are these signs are going to come it, it is interesting of who is saying yeah i mean again like you say Leahy is 81 but you have a lot of these uh fine diane feinstein uh, to me yeah. they should be on the watch for her yep and and as we say it wouldn't take much to flip the u.s senate back that's right to the gop i mean if you see some of these standard bearers they've had the seats forever and I think you're going to see that, then this could be the perfect storm that then newcomers, you know what I mean? From the GOP and fresh blood, they're going to, they could take, they could make a run for those seats. Yep. Uh, uh, and if anything, uh, before we go to the break, DJ, uh, you know, Pelosi, she can count seats. Uh, they, yeah. they barely have the house. If everything continues as it is, this this could really set up, I mean, just a, a historic bloodbath for the midterms next, next November. Well, that's the thing. And like we say, so you have Harris is hardly helping the team. No. Uh, he is stumbling from one thing to the next, let's face yep. it. And so, you know, they can't be happy. And then you, I think the squad has shown, John, they, they don't know how to govern. They're not interested in it. Yep. They are with their ideology. They'll let the whole thing burn down. I mean, for those six people, they didn't, would not take the vote for right. his big infrastructure bill. Now, yep. privately, I, if you're his top chief of staff, well, you, you can't, you can't be very happy with the no. squad. Right. Right. So they're like thumb and their nose at him right to the end. So I just and that goes to Pelosi and how they can manage it. I don't think this discord in the National Democratic Party, that's not going to go away anytime soon. No, folks, quick break. A lot more Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro show. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today. 401-272-3340. 
Were you in an auto accident? Someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 401-272-3340. We're speaking with independent uh, columnist, opinion maker, Donna Perry. DJ, before we talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse, I did want to also just mention, I think it's going to be uh, interesting. Both of both of us have lived in Manhattan and New York City. You have, you know, de Blasio's on the, on, on the way out. The new mayor, Eric Adams, very impressive on his way in. Th- this is going to be a problem and all eyes on him, how he's going to deal with. BLM has already thrown down the gauntlet saying, you yeah. better not hire these plainclothes officers. He ran on that. He ran on, Eric mm-hmm. Adams ran on restoring safety to New York. He ran on, you know, it's a lot of the plainclothes officers that yep. catch a lot of the weapons and they're, they're very effective. Um, he may be the change that New York needs, but uh, you and I both know New York, first and foremost, you, you have to make the city safe or it just it just doesn't function properly well that's it and there also has to be a a confidence in the perception um that that this safety uh or you just you could you begin to see in the businesses and whether it's people want to be out at night or the businesses take people out i mean people are not going to really say oh yeah let's invest forever in new york and people are getting clubbed on the head you know, just walking down, you know, it could be Park Avenue or whatever. Um, I think Eric Adams is going to have to throw down the gauntlet, though, on this, John. Like, he played, I think he's played it very well. I think he's a diplomatic guy. He has earned his place. But I, I don't think you, I think right out of the box, you you can, you to me, you have to say to a group like that, no, that you, we don't negotiate with you, okay? <laughs> like, yes. we're the mayor, we're yep. the NYPD. Okay, so we're not negotiating and and you're not going to do this threatening, menacing, you know, sort of remarks of we'll burn down the center of the, you know, the avenue and uh, we're going to have you're going to have violence in the streets. I think, as you say, John, this will be his first very critically important major test. It is because, as we say, you know, perceptions begin to really sink in, whether it's Biden with inflation. Yes. If New York and the perception is. Oh, now New York is really not a safe place. Yeah, um, that's very, very harmful on so yep. many levels for the city, and not. So you're right. Like I think that, and for the group to be threatening like that um, is is just it's very concerning. And I think he's gonna they're gonna have to really, you know, something like plainclothes officers, detectives. That's how policing is done. I mean, yes. um, it's not radical idea. So. Hardly no. There's a reason why it was effective. And uh, finally, Donna Perry, you know, it, it, it's hard to believe it was it was only a year ago, but the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and just everything surrounding it. You know, there was just so much turmoil and, and let alone this was the third night of rioting and yeah. burned all the businesses. But this is going to be another one of those moments, you know, where they've already said they need, you know, 500 National Guard are standing by in case in case what? In case the mob doesn't get the verdict that they want? Yeah, right. by, by all accounts, uh, people can question, you know, whether a 17-year-old should have been there or not. But his father lives in Kenosha. He, he, just, he had just as much a right to be on those streets as the so-called, quote, protesters, rioters, looters did. Right. By, anarchists. By, by, the by anarchists. All, yes. By you know? all accounts. I, th- this is a case that they never should have brought charges. This is a 
self-defense case, I think this is going to be very bad for the Biden administration if, you know, he's found not guilty and then suddenly, boom, the floodgates open and it's time to riot and light the fires and start the looting again. Like, what is this? Well, you know, the way there was that rush to judgment with this kid right away. And now that it all has come through the trial process, I, I will say I thought that he they did the defense has done a kind of a brilliant strategy because putting him on, which is always a risk. I just think John in, when he broke down, he was a believable young person. He was to me, he was very believable. It was sincere, authentic of someone who went there. There was all of this mayhem. We know that on all sides, he, he got caught up in this very violent moment. And I think now that a lot of the information and those other two guys, you know, were basically, it was like, you know, you would believe that the guy was trying to kill you. Yes. Um, and I think all of that kind of has come through and it has not been a, you know, walk in the park for this prosecution who to me, he's, he's playing to the cameras and he's playing to social media um, and so now it's come to this point, and I think he he does did come across as a believable young person who got caught up in that, but did not yep. go there with some intent um, to do that. And and it was a self defense moment. And I yeah. do think so. There's that, but I also think when we have a national democratic party that never wanted to call out, as we've said for Antifa and these anarchists, John, and we know the wild rampage they went on since 2020, destroying public property, destroying police, uh, precinct buildings, burning them down, um, you know, trying to kill police and, and all the rest of it, you know, and I, I will say one quick thing on this. I think for Jen Psaki, you are speaking for the president of the United States and for yeah. her to have this flippant remark about, Oh, well, these vigilantes with assault oh, weapons, wow. you know, John, she'll regret saying that in my That's opinion. That's right. Yeah, um, I think you're right. And I think it's irresponsible for her to almost like stoke up this thing. She should not be speaking from the podium no, about the they case. They should not hardly. So, They're in power. They yeah. should be soothed. You know, they should be trying to calm the seas here, not get everybody riled up. I don't think the country is not ready for another one of those split screen moments. And no, well, people are upset. And so, you know, you got to let them go out and vent. No, I don't think people are going to take to that. I think people have had it. Yep. Uh, There was a lot of, you know, a lot of it did seem to be geared towards let's get Trump out of office. If he's elected, there's going to be problems. All right. You won. Biden's the president. But this has to come to an end where. The mob is ready if they don't get the verdict they want. So get the National Guard. I, I think it's very, very damaging, going to be very damaging for Biden and Harris uh, if they allow and don't speak out. You know, they go after Trump saying he should have called off the dogs on January 6th. Right. And then look at the way they're treating this whole thing. So, well, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's all been January 6th. They play it and play it and go God, on and on. God. But then we, what about, as we yes. say, John, that. Those are true anarchists. Yes. They're dangerous. Oh, they they're will kill them. They will easily kill people. They, yes. you know, they've been all over the place. They're organized and they've never been called out properly. No. No. The National Democratic Party, in my opinion, does themselves a real disservice yes. to not call call this out. And but at that moment of a verdict, you you need a president to not get that involved in uh, that kind of you know moment of uh, a jury verdict. Right. I mean, they, you know, so Donna Perry, great job as always. Stay safe and we'll talk to you again. Great to be with you. MEGA Logistics, M-E-G-A. Call them today, 401-431-2300, 401-431-2300, MEGA Logistics. Everything you need to run your business efficiently, whether you have freight, freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, or maybe it's bill auditing, customer developing, a proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. You have enough, enough challenges trying to run your business. 
Let Mega Logistics help you do that. Call them today, 401-431-2300, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Again, if you have freight, freight, goods, warehousing, transportation, third-party brokerage, you can depend on Mega Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300, 401-431-2300 for Mega Logistics. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you can receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional, and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate. 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement, your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brothers Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brothers Disposal. 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Look for them on Facebook, Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Well, all fall, we have been bringing attention to, drawing your attention to. It has been a crisis with adult men, men over 50, that uh, have felt they have had no options, folks, and have taken their own life. And that's why we've been encouraging people to sign on, mantherapy.org, to the website and take the, they call it a, a head check. And someone who's been instrumental in drawing attention to it and uh, been on with us this fall is our friend, Dr. Rob Harrison. And Dr. Rob, I have heard from uh, so many different individuals that have said that it's the first time they've ever heard two people, and I would mean that would be you and I, talk so openly about something that affects people. It's something that in the past people have considered almost a, a taboo subject, but it's one of those things. By talking about it, by people seeking health, logging on mantherapy.org, it could actually save lives. Absolutely, John. Uh you know, it is a difficult subject to talk about, but it's something that really has to be done. The more we, uh, more information we get about uh, suicide and, and mental health problems, and the more we talk about it, the less stigma is going to be around it. And uh, we're much more likely to get people help they need. Um, right now, the average time between the time an adult re- realizes that they have a mental health problem and they get help is about 10 years. So that's 10 years of suffering uh, instead of getting help. We've got to, we've got to just uh, decrease that. We've got to help people a lot sooner, um, because a lot of those people do end up taking their lives because they don't have any help. Doctor Rob, what would you say to family member, spouse, who noticed there's a, a change in behavior? Seemingly, they, you know, person is, as I would say, slipping more into a hole. I can't, in a sense, reach them. Um, how would you, how would you maybe? advise the family, the spouse, the co-worker, the, the friend, the, the parent? Well, I, I think the first thing you should do is, is express your concern and your caring for them. Um, that expression uh, goes a long way in helping somebody to open up and realize that there's hope because other people care about them. Um, the other thing that's really beneficial is to have some training. Uh, there are some free trainings uh, in, in the area. Uh, one is called Mental Health First Aid, which teaches adults how to recognize that someone may be struggling with a mental health problem. Depression is by far the most common. But uh, there's an action plan associated with that training. Uh, it, it takes about uh, six hours to do the training. It, it's free in a lot of the areas, especially in the southern part of the state. Um, but that training really helps you to uh, 
to figure out at an earlier stage that somebody may be struggling with something. Um, then the other part is what I call the waterfall when people are, are really thinking seriously about taking their own life. Uh, the training for that that really works is QPR, which stands for question, persuade, and refer. And that helps any adult to recognize that a young that a person of, of any age might be thinking of suicide, ask a question directly, persuade them to let you help them get some help, and then refer them appropriately. Uh, as I said before, we don't want people, everybody going to the emergency room. Not everybody needs to be there, and it, um, the care right now is not great in most emergency rooms for mental health care. So um, we were trying to get people uh, identified as early as possible. We know that the sooner we identify these problems, the, the better chance we'll have of success. But the other thing people need to be given is hope. They need to know that 90% of people with mental health problems can be helped. Uh, it's about the same as for physical problems, actually. So we need to really uh, get the knowledge, the word out there that um, the help is available. It may take a while. And while you're waiting to get an appointment, going to the, the websites are really great. And Man Therapy is, is a great one. Um, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention also has a lot of good uh, online resources. Um, so they're, while you're waiting for an appointment, doing something online can be very helpful. But the other thing you can do is just keep checking in with people. What we call carrying contacts, give them a call or send them a postcard. Not expecting to reply necessarily, but just to let them know that you're thinking about them and you care about them. Uh, studies have shown that carrying contacts really make a big difference in saving people's lives. Folks, again, we'll speak with Dr. Rob Harrison. And Dr. Rob, uh, you have the holidays coming up. You have the continued stress due to the pandemic and everything that's going on right now. Uh, but there is a way that people can, as you said, reach out, get help. It starts by logging on at mantherapy.org. Folks, we're going to continue our conversations with Dr. Rob Harrison. Dr. Rob, great job as it's fall very soon. The heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas high-efficiency carrier infinity system. J.K.L., energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and in Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navian certified factory dealer called J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. JKL, 401-351-7600.